Because this year we're going to draw them and pickle them and um, I'm actually going to draw the peppers because um, my father's son. <laughs> you drink pickle juice, it's the same thing. It's just spicy. She did it this time. He didn't even know. He didn't even know it was going to happen. Happy dance. Yes. Season two continues. Season two, episode two. And if you're watching on YouTube, Dad, I see you. <laughs> see right. Up over. There. <laughs> um, you'll see we have the exact same clothes on because we are, we are bulk recording tonight because, you know, we did that thing where we missed a month. So we're not going to let that happen. So it is episode two. You're probably hearing it a week after episode one, but we recorded it literally minutes later. It's magic. And this one's going to be about the garden. We finally got it put in. I was so worried about it. I have patients who would would come in and start talking about their gardens, and I'm like, crap, I feel so behind. But lucky most of them were behind this year, too, because it's just been so often on cold. Like, we'd have two or three warm days where you're like, okay, let's get in garden mode, and then it was... 20 degrees for three days in a row or something stupid but not quite that cold but the lows were that cold so yep so it was very good that we were behind this year honestly as far as from a thing surviving standpoint yeah it was very weird uh it was a weird winter with some cold snaps but nothing like the last few years i don't feel like yeah and then it's not been as wet this year as it was last spring, so it's just been a weird year. Until the last two weeks, and now it's Man, all flooding got, everywhere. We did get a like four days straight of just chaos rain. Yeah, it's been, it's been which was nice. Good. We needed it. Um, especially folks out west, western Oklahoma really needed it. They are, uh, I think they were under two inches of rain for the whole year into May, and they finally got. I think they tripled up. I think they're at six inches now or something. Wow! So they've they're had a very rainy too. last week, right? Um, yeah, so we're going to talk about the garden tonight. We're going to um, start out just talking about last year's and with it being our first year's, kind of some of the issues we faced and what we learned and then how we're using that in this year's garden, um, what we've got done so far, what we still need to do, and then kind of our plans for stuff. So that's the layout, so we'll just get to talking about it. Um, last year's garden, we had moved here two years ago, but we moved here in May. May. Yeah, we've been here right at two years. Yeah. Um, and so it was too late to get a garden in and we just didn't have time. I mean, we were, I just started a fresh job. Samantha just started a new job. Adjusting COVID. Life was weird. Yeah. We had a, uh, what? One year old? Just turned two year old. Yeah. He was about to turn two when we moved into the house. And And so he was kind of keeping us on our toes, um, finding him a place to go during the day. It was a little bit of a wild time. All that to say we didn't plant a garden on year one. Um, year two, so this was last year, last spring, we decided we were going to plant a garden. And, you know, I'm realizing something about myself, and that's that I have to have the largest of everything. And so, gardens is no different. Don't roll your eyes at me. Um, I think I rolled them loud enough people could hear without watching. Probably. 
uh, I wanted a huge garden. Uh, part of it is to get more produce, like more plants, uh, because I just want to give stuff away, right? I want to help people that, like, well, that was our plan, was take it to school and give it to kids who their family didn't have things. Or to the feed store, whatever. Our second plan was go to the feed store and sell our bulk that, like, we couldn't give to people and we weren't eating. Um, but we just didn't end up making as much as we thought. So what I found out was what I really wanted was a very easy-to-weed garden, and so I wanted it big enough that there's space between every plant to till once a week or twice a week or whatever. It's like mowing the grass, but in your garden. Because I hate weeding gardens. It's out there right now with grass in it, and I'm just... This coming up week, I'll be off finally. Uh, we're in our next last day of school. So tomorrow is the last day of school. This weekend, we have a camping trip planned. And then we come back on Monday, I don't have anything. So I'm going to play in the garden all day. we got five more rows to plant, probably all green beans. But I think something else I learned last year was we did plant way too early. Like we started with seeds, so we started in February, I think. And, and in theory, it sounded good, but we didn't have anywhere to like transplant them to a bigger space. So once we started getting those sprouts, they got too big for th- and it kind of stunted their growth for the containers we had them in, I feel like. So then when we did plant them, it took them a while to, to take off and adapt to their new environment. And then quite a few died. And we ended up having to um, replace those with, you know, kind of the pre-grown seedlings anyway. And so Yeah, so we really we learned just go buy your stuff at wherever you buy. Um, I think we, we could still do seeds. This year we started too late is why we didn't we start with seeds. But Greenhouse maybe. Yeah. Right. If we could have a greenhouse with the ability to move up our um, container size, that would be worth it. This year we kept all the pots. So we bought everything from Lowe's this year. Lowe's gives a military discount, if you didn't know, 10%. Um, and so we can go in there and get our, our discount on the plants. They're still really expensive, but um, we get enough produce off of them. And we waste food sometimes by buying it. So we're going to shorten our grocery bill, which is very important right now with kind of how things are financially. Um and then, same thing. We can help other people out. So it's like five dollars a plant, or four fifty a plant, and then it makes twenty peppers, and you give them away, or thirty tomatoes, and you get whatever. So it's it's worth it to us. He's joking. Tomatoes and peppers don't get given away. We make a ton of salsa with them. <laughs> but the other thing that away. happened last year too is um, I was pregnant and had no interest in helping weed the garden or pick the produce. Like so, I'd go pick like three rose worth and be like peace out i'm done just it was not a comfortable time for me so i uh didn't didn't help as much as what i could have she was growing a human i was growing vegetables it's the same thing um what i meant was we both had our jobs that's it Uh that's what i meant um so yeah so last year we put in a a lot of pepper plants i want to say i know tomatoes too we were at 42 tomato plants last year of different varieties um mostly like uh early girls better boys bigger boys and romas and then we did plant quite a few cherries yeah uh our intent was to make a ton of salsa so we wanted all of the tomato varieties the way we could kind of mix it up same thing with peppers i enjoy hot peppers by I enjoy hot peppers, I mean I like to test myself and see how hot of a pepper I can eat. And so every year, even at uh, Broken Arrow, was that, three, four years ago when we had that garden, I planted ghost peppers. I planted, um, not reapers. I want Carolina reapers, and I can't. I haven't found the plants, but 
basically ghost pepper and down. So if you think of like cayennes, jalapenos, of course. Habaneros. Habaneros. That was the other one. Yep. So. Uh, but in Broken Arrow, what happened is like some sort of crazy cross pollination or something happened. And, and our bell peppers and jalapeno, everything was so hot. Everything was spicy. Everything had a kick. It did. Yeah. The bell peppers were really good, though, because it was like enough of a kick that it spiced them up, but they still had their like sweet flavor to them. Yeah, so those wasn't, were good. It wasn't Mexi Bell hot, but it was like kind of almost there. So it was good. Um, so yeah, I planted a, a ton of different kinds of, of peppers last year, and they all made really well. Our ties, I think we picked. We were getting the little thai ones. The Thai chilies Over were like. Over 500 on one plant. Yeah, that was like within, I don't know, a month or something. Like they yeah, produced so stinking many. Yeah, and I'd already planted, or I'd already picked several hundred probably, so um, we planted two of those again this year so we can have a bunch, because this year we're going to jar them and pickle them, and um, I like to drink vinegar off of peppers because I'm my father's really son. Weird. I'm not really weird. If you drink pickle juice, it's the same thing. It's just spicy and delicious. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, um, we also did corn and okra and green beans last year. The green beans we planted really late. We planted all sorts of stuff. Uh, broccoli, cauliflower, Brussels sprouts. None of that stuff made. Um, I think we got two heads of broccoli and I picked them too late. They'd gone to seed. I didn't know that was a thing. Um, I'd never planted broccoli before. So we did have some broccoli heads. But I was expecting like grocery store head of size, broccoli. Yeah. That, was, But no, it was baseball Smart. size maybe. And then... The next day, it had gone to seed, right? So it's it, the timing was weird. We started getting quite a few Brussels sprouts too, but the something was getting to them. Some kind of yeah, pest the, was getting the bugs to them. Was eating all the leaves off of them, so they didn't make very well. And the green beans just never made. I don't think they make one picking, and then it was too late in the summer. I think we wasn't enough to like have a serving at dinner or anything like that. Right at once. Um, our okra came in very late. Our corn and our okra were both very stunted in growth, and I don't know why. I'm talking like two feet was the, the total size of the stock. Um, okra continued to produce okay. We just didn't pick it enough, and we oh, got a kind that got big. too big. And so you'd go out there and have a freaking 14-inch okra on the vi- or on the plant, and, you know, you're not eating that. So uh, we too basically wasted, wasted all the okra. We got a few of them. I think we pickled one jar. Did we yeah, pickle one jar? I think so. Of edible size, and that was it. And, you know, I don't even know that I've eaten that jar yet, so maybe I'll have to try the corn did a really weird thing. So same thing, it stayed really short, but we had a, one plant for sure, and I think maybe more than one. I think it got a cancer because right uh, about the two-foot mark, it just started producing, I don't know. Plumes it was, of... It was probably like a hundred mini stalks with like a leaf on every one of them or like kind of the corn, you know how corn leaves are. But it it just did that it was weird. It stopped growing. It never produced anything. It just had like these hundreds of stinking stalks or whatever. So I don't know if it got cancer or what. It was super cool though. Um, just kind of see. Super cool. Yeah. But n- the corn, none of it ever made. Um, I think I pulled eight to ten ears off of it and they would be like a quarter of it would have kernels. It, it was very, very bad. So I don't know if the ground there was just not Too suited rocky. well. We have very, very rocky dirt, which is what we learned last year. Um, so I don't know. I don't know if that hurt it or not. Uh, <clears throat> the other issue we had last year was our zucchini and our squash and our cucumbers got hit with a fungus. Cucumbers produced really well until we that happened. We and made then lots of pickles. 
Yeah, and we ate some the other day. So good. So good. We have like 17 jars that are terrible, and then they just taste like they're vinegar. They're terrible. Nah, they're not very good. And then we have one giant jar. They're still homemade delicious. pickles. And we always spice them up with peppers, so it was really good. Peppers, garlic, dill. That's about it. Um, so our zucchini and our squash never really made. The butternut squash tried. We um, got a few off of it, but again, I think it was just a matter of not getting all the weeds out and not consistently being out there to pick them off. And yeah, and the fungus really we knocked those plants out. didn't tend to it very well. I tried a fungicide after I realized what was going on, and I don't know if it was just too late or it wasn't um, effective. I don't know, but the fungicide did not did not do anything. Everything died, so we lost all of our cucumbers, zucchini, okra, butternut squash. Not okra, the end of the year, though. Zucchini squash, yeah, all that stuff died. Tomatoes did really well. The issue I had on tomatoes, and it wasn't an issue at first, so we're trying to do non uh, no tomato cages. So what we did was we put a bunch of steel, not steel, they're like some kind of metal rods in the ground and then made um, a thing that goes over the top. So Little frames. Yeah, basically framed over the top of it. And then we run string up off of that bar that's on top, run it all the way down to the base of the plant and start a like a spiraling or kind of wrapping it. And then the plant will climb that string and so you can pick your fruit from wherever the first fruit is toward the ground um, all the way up to as tall as the plant will grow. A lot of them did well. The cherry tomatoes did, like I think, the best of growing up the line and then producing because... I think we got to those the, when they were the smallest too, yeah. like as far as getting that spiral going. And also, um, I didn't ever trim. I didn't... So you're supposed to go out and kind of uh, trim all the bottom... Branches. Branches, I guess. Yeah, Sure. Um, off the tomatoes, and if you don't know what I'm talking about, there's like a thousand places to YouTube it, or one place to YouTube a thousand videos, um, and it will teach you how to kind of trim your pepper plants and your tomato plants. But anyway, essentially, if you're looking at a tomato plant, it'll have a branch that comes off the side, that will be leaves, and then it'll have one at the 45 degree angle, and that is actually another main branch. And so what you're supposed to do is allow like two to three of those total of the main branches on all of your tomato plant. That's it. If you get more than that, the plant will use more energy growing as a plant than it will producing. I did not get to it early enough last year. And so we were out there trying to wrap these plants that had like seven main branches and they were already, you know, 18 inches wide or whatever. And we're trying to wrap string around them and get them to climb. It was just way too late. So this year I've already went out and pruned my tomato plants. I did it tonight actually while I was watering and I trimmed them all the way up to the, uh, the first fruiting branch which is what you're supposed to do um yeah so we kind of took care of that earlier this year but that was an issue we faced last year we're trying that method a lot of them still climbed and produced but a lot of them were very bushy and then once they got that heavy that early it was like hurting the plant to wrap a string around it yeah breaking stuff off as we were trying to make it work and then breaking those main branches off didn't didn't help our plants any nope um, so yeah, so we lost all of our gourds, all of our vining stuff. Brussels sprouts didn't work out. Broccoli, cauliflower, lettuce. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, none of that stuff really worked out well. We got lettuce twice and it was very weird. It was like milky. Yeah, it was really strange. We did not eat it. No, I don't know if you're supposed to eat milky lettuce or not. <laughs> it was strange. It looked like milkweed when I cut it. So I was out on that. I just let it grow. Just have a plant out there growing. So it was kind of cool. 
I think we might have fed it to the goats. Probably. It ended up in the goat bucket for sure. <laughs> yeah. So that was last year's garden. So this year, what did we do? Um, so, so far this year, we started two weeks ago tilling it in. Um, we just have like a little five horsepower tiller, I think. Maybe it's four. I don't know. My brother gave it to Bounces me. Bounces all around. Yeah. Two or three years ago, he gave it to me. It's a front time. Um, it works great for us because we have a lot of rock in our soil. I mean, a lot of rock in our soil. My father raked a 20 by 15 area the other day, and it's probably 30 gallons of rock <laughs> in a three-gallon bucket. I'm going to carry off at least 10, 10 of those. So lots and lots and lots of rock here. Well, um, my father-in-law had said that his tiller is a rear tine and that the rocks would get caught. There were so many rocks and it would actually break like the pins that were in the, you know, where the, the tiller's trying to drive. So with this front tine, at least it bounces off those rocks and it kind of bounces around and it's moving all over the place. It makes it rather hard. However, I don't break it so I can keep yeah. using it um, and then we can eventually thin the rocks out. So we got it all tilled in about two weeks ago. And this year, I just wanted to make sure that I put a little bit of extra space between plants because last year, especially my pepper plants, as they matured and started fruiting, um, I found out that I could no longer really till between them without damaging them. Like I'd catch a limb or some leaves or whatever, or one plant, I think I completely, like it ripped it in half, so it was a bad deal. So this year, I went a little bit extra wide on all my rows and like the distance between so that tilling is a lot easier. And then... Um, I p and, and we made a map this year. So last year we knew what was in each row, but we didn't know like which tomato plant was which, or we couldn't remember which color pepper we planted or which type of pepper it was in, in the different rows. So this year we actually uh, made a map so that we know what is what and where it is and how it works and all that. And Beckett, who's making his appearance for this evening, did a fantastic job helping us dig holes for the tomato plants. He he truly did. Like, I watched him. I kind of just let him have his space, and he dug the hole with his little shovel. He took it out of the plastic container and put, it, put the plant in the hole that he dug and then covered it back up with dirt. He did fantastic. I was very surprised at how well he did because I gave him no instruction. He had just been watching, um, watching us do it, and he... Did it perfectly. Do you remember doing that last couple weeks ago? Did you plant tomatoes with mom and daddy? Yeah, What's baby. up, buddy? I love you. I love you. I was talking about you. Do you want to tell them how you planted tomatoes last week or a couple weeks ago? Nope. nope. Okay. Um, so another thing we did this year is we rotated our crops. So everything that didn't work last year, our corn, our okra, um, all of our vines and gourds, we didn't do Brussels sprouts this year. We didn't do any of the broccoli or cauliflower because it just didn't work. Um, and I don't know if we planted them at the wrong time. I don't know. I, I have to do way more research before I waste the money and space on those. Anyway, we, we swapped basically the peppers and everything else. So we knew the peppers were super productive last year, super successful. Uh, so we rotated those crops and we're hoping to, number one, get our corn, which is up, finally. We have corn up as of uh, yesterday, I think. Um, I, I also spaced the corn a little bit more la this year. So last year, the package says like plant it every four inches. And then once it comes up, leave 12 inches, like pull living plants out of the ground to leave 12 inches. And I was like, I, I can't. So I left them too close together. This year we did 
um, four rows and then they're the 12 inch spacing because we knew the kernels were going to come up so we didn't worry about the every four inches um, and then we actually kind of did two rows in one and so the rows are about eight inches apart for each set so two rows yeah so it kind of does like a zigzag thing right it's just Staggered. offset yeah so we're hoping that it does really well did the same thing with our okra it's not up yet anyway we're really wanting some corn and okra and green beans this year our green beans are already up as well i planted three different types of green beans um and i don't even remember the names of them anymore because it's been so long ago the bushmasters was the original ones and they have not been successful they were not good last year that's what we planted this year they've not been good um so blue lake oh blue lake bush green beans is what they were called um they have not done well either year this year like maybe two out of i don't know 40 plants came up so far the tender green improved green beans have come up every one of them and they're a brown seed when you're planting them and everything else has been white so the white ones have not done well the brown ones have done great so uh we did once again plant a ton of peppers red ghost habaneros jalapenos um i like the anaheim so i don't know if you've ever had an anaheim pepper but if you haven't you need to try one because they are my favorite so they're super sweet like a bell pepper um <clears throat> but they're hotter i would say they're probably equivalent to a jalapeno that you grow at home not a store-bought jalapeno because those are always a lot milder uh they're delicious though they're great on like a sandwich or just to eat with any stinking thing you want to they're not so much like a test pepper you know, like the red ghost pepper. Every year I call my brothers on FaceTime and I do a, hey, y'all watch me suffer in misery with this ghost pepper. Last year I tried to, I was going to mail them out. So I, I waited till I had enough to mail everybody one and that didn't happen. Well, they also said they they weren't going to participate. Yeah. So none of them are. What I'm saying is they're a bunch of chickens. Every one of you. Probably not even watching this, but you need to or listen to it. Um, yeah, so we just planted a bang load this year. I think we have, man, I can't even remember. I think we have 42 pepper plants this year. And I don't, I have no idea how many uh, tomatoes. We did the same thing with our tomatoes. We planted a bunch again because we're going to make a lot of salsa. We made a, we made a very small amount of, um, roasted salsa last year. So, Obviously, Sam got me the Traeger for Father's Day, and then I decided to put all the all the ingredients for salsa on the Traeger. I probably smoked it for 30 minutes or something until kind of things started to look you know, like they were uh, softening up or whatever. And then we ground it all up, With put it in a jar. Awesome salsa. It's the best thing I've ever so eaten, good. salsa. Um, it was fantastic. So we're going to do that a lot this year, too. We're going to make a ton more. Of the uh, of the salsa that's roasted, in hopes that we can actually use all our tomatoes and none of it goes bad. Anyway, enough about what we planted. Really, our plans this year that salsa that we were talking about, the roasted salsa. We want to make a lot of it. Um, we want to pickle everything we can. So I want to pickle a ton of peppers this year. And pickles. <clears throat> we want to pickle pickles. Yes, and a lot of pickled cucumbers because we love them. We eat them all the time. Beckett loves them. And this year, we just didn't end up with enough jars. We bought a ton of jars thinking we'd fill them. It just kind of yeah. our production really plateaued. It, yeah, it went away like as soon as we got ready to start canning stuff. So we are prepared this year, though. So we've made this massive thing, and we're hoping that it really helps us. And uh, we plan to plant some dill and 
some marigolds and some other herbs yes that can help with pest as well as um, obviously we can use the dill last year we we had our own dill as well in a separate part of the garden to so we were able to use fresh dill for our pickles and we had several other things but that was the main one that we actually harvested yeah anyway i think that pretty much does it um what that's are you our most garden. excited about about your garden the peppers eating hot peppers what's your favorite part about taking care of a garden Mm, outside time. What's your least favorite part? I don't know. Weeding. <laughs> I like being out there. I don't like bending over and making my back hurt. Pulling stupid grass. We may try to uh, do a tarping system this year to kind of like burn out the spot where we want our garden to be. Uh, <clears throat> we plan to do it this year, but we just didn't ever get around to it. It was one of those things that took went to the back burner because it's not really necessary. Well, also, it's we helpful. thought we were going to get some like billboard tarp things and then that never happened so that made it another challenge right yeah anyway i think that's all we have for the garden um we will keep you updated on harvests and when things start making we already have flowers we've already got um uh, we're already getting whatever that's called when they flower yep blooms talking about <laughs> blooms on a lot of tomatoes on a lot of peppers uh so things are already looking really good i'm pumped about them coming out uh, maybe I'll post a video eating a ghost pepper this year. Who knows? Oh, yeah. That's definitely going to be an episode. And Sam can, too. No, thank you. She can eat like a jalapeno or something out of the garden. Yep, it's happening. All right. Uh, so thanks for joining us on our adventure, and we will talk to you next time on The Ultimate Hobbyist.